Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rick and Bubba. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. About uh, seven and a half minutes past the hour in the Rick and Bubba show... All over the world from Sweet Home, Alabama. In the no-name studio, Speedy, Helmsy, they've given you a kickoff hour. Greg out today. Uh, Adler settles in for the YouTube option. Uh, Watch it live or archive. Subscribe to the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. It's free, and then you get alerts every time the show goes live. Uh, The full archive is there every day, too. A best of hour, you'll see it there and on Blaze TV. Uh, That best of hour finds its way to our audio podcast archives too. either get the host show uh, or the best of hour or a best of hour or a little bit of both however you want to do it uh, all the different ways to get the rick and bubba show live and archived including but not limited to america's boldest radio stations on the rick and bubba radio network the tune in app 24 7 streaming uh all sorts of options there should be uh there, there should be no scenario in which you find yourself i ah, can't get the show can't do it uh, let's bring him in here, the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome on in. I've been knocked down, drugged, off, and left for dead. I'm barely held together by a few old threads. I'm still here. That's right. It ain't much left to me. But we're still here, Bubba. Year 30. <laughs> Year 30. Well, you know, it uh, that ties in nicely to a story that we're going to have today that uh, they now have AI-generated uh, biological test with a simple cheek swab oh. that can tell you how old you are in, on a biology scale. Oh, oh that's not good. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later, but that, uh, I've been saying that for years. I, I know how many times I've been around the sun, Yep. but, uh, it's the miles that are catching up with this model. Yeah. I will tell you this. <laughs> I, I have actually, and sometimes I think it varies. I, Just I, look I, at me. Yeah. Huh? I can, I can think of times and there's no doubt that there's certain things aging. There's nothing you can, you do the best you can with it. But I, I was thinking there have been times that I was, the number was younger next to my name, but I felt much older. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. It, it was. Uh, well, they it, say there's it, things you can do to slow it down, too. So I'm interested to yeah. dive into that story today. Yeah. The fact that I lived through the uh, the mid-80s to uh, the mid-90s and, and lived through that, 
That was quite an accomplishment. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so uh, so anyway. Um, and we're going to give Michael Hams a COVID test again here. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, what happened there? Just I'll mess with him. Oh, okay. Because, you know, anytime you even say give a test, like with this age test, you're like, oh, no, what are they going to find out? Oh, and, know, you know, yeah. it was shocking when he found out that he tested positive for COVID here in the studio. Oh, that's that right. I and remember. I had a big, a big weekend plan. I was speaking somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, the pastor of that church found out live on air that oh, I, I wasn't going to be there. Hey, let me ask you this. If I See if I remember that right, back to Bubba not, Bubba's first statement. Uh, you know, I'm not as trustworthy as I once was about recall. But if I remember correctly, and I'm not saying it wasn't correct, but didn't you just, like, take your family and y'all go to the mountains or something and you yes. never really even got that sick? No, I had a headache for, like, an hour, and that could have just been right. because of the day. Right. And um, a little nasal so I, issue, but outside of that, no, nothing. Yes, yeah, so I major. do remember that, right? Yes. And, and so we decided instead of being quarantined in our house here, we would go to the mountains um, and and did that for a few days. Also, That's back when they'd uh, shut everything down. If yeah. you got if you patched your positive, exactly. everybody had to all be yeah, in the time. Of course, found yeah. out a lot of that wasn't necessary. Sure. Right. Sure. Uh, speaking of that, we have some of the top doctors in the country that testified before Congress on this thing and looking back about what we did. And we're talking about Harvard. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Yale. We're talking about uh, Johns Hopkins, all that bunch. Uh, You're going to be shocked at how forthcoming one of the doctors is about how we have fumbled this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. That's a, that's, and, and it's okay that, you know, like we've said a thousand times, it's okay to go, look, we didn't know what we know now, but let's not act like we don't know things now that we didn't know then. And it's okay to say that that turned out not to be necessary. That turned out not to do what we thought right. it would. That turned out to do more than we thought it would. Uh, hey, we know more about it now, so we now can live with it, which this show, we were, I know we weren't the only ones, but we were one of the earliest ones screaming, we're just going to have to learn to live with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's we can live with it. It's not going away. Just like we've learned to live with with all kinds of things, and of course we found out a lot of things you weren't allowed to say then. Of course, everybody's saying now, like, as if they never told us not to say it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we have that. Uh, I do want to uh, personally thank the guys on the show for picking up uh, uh, Slack yesterday and uh, providing an opportunity for me to go and uh, and be part of a day at the farm, uh, serving and taking care of. Church planners and missionaries uh, that serve all over the world, some in places that I can't tell you where they are because people would kill them. Mm. Uh, and it was uh, it was interesting uh, to you, you kind of when you leave a day like that, you're kind of like you know, uh, that it's amazing the people that we applaud and are enamored with, and the people like these people that we don't even sometimes seem to care about, uh, and which ones are actually really horses mm-hmm. and heroes. <laughs> uh, we we make people like heroes because they're good at a sport or win a lot of games mm-hmm. as a coach, and then people like this we don't even pay attention to. Yeah. Uh, and when we stand before the great I am, I, I just sense that the way the w- the world uh, values people and the way God values people is going to be a little shocking to yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, but sure. anyway, but uh, but we will. Uh, I'll tell you uh, some of the humorous things uh, that happened uh, yesterday too, and it was a uh, it was great. It was uh, it was a wonderful experience, and I, I thank you guys. And we and we try to on this show, especially since we've been around for a while. We've We've got a team now, and we try to accommodate uh, the individuals as much as we can, as long as it doesn't become irresponsible. 
and it's nice to be able to know you can do that every now and then, not have to worry about uh, mm-hmm. things being handled at work. So yeah. thank you all for that. Sure. Yeah, and of course, I have proposed the four-day work week, so right. uh, <laughs> well, I haven't got that okayed yet, but uh, <laughs> wait to our next contract. Yes. We'll see. Uh, so that's, <laughs> well, right now, we, we just do it figuratively. Uh, you're wanting to do it literally. <laughs> so uh, 15 minutes past, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. They may cut our pay so much, we only agree to come in four hours a day. <laughs> It is uh, 15 minutes past. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Right. So anyway, but anyway, we, let's update on this, Bubba, that you're talking about. But anyway, right, so, tonight uh, uh, at First Baptist Pottsville, Andy and I will be there for Man Church. Looking forward to it. Uh, Rick, medical experts from Harvard, John Hopkins, and Stanford testify before Congress and Rick, it's. Uh, I want you to hear what they're saying now. This this is the top rung of medical research people we have in the country. Are you talking about the people that that everybody told us to listen to and shut up, quit being rubes? Listen to what okay. they say about all of this. Okay. Okay. Misinformation. The greatest perpetrator of misinformation during the pandemic has been the United States government. Misinformation that COVID was spread through surface transmission, that vaccinated immunity was far greater than natural immunity, that masks were effective. Now we have the definitive Cochrane review. What do you do with that review? Cochrane is the most authoritative evidence body in all of medicine and has been for decades. Do you just ignore it, not talk about it? That myocarditis was more common after the infection than the vaccine. Not true. It's four to 28 times more common after the the vaccine, that young people benefit from a booster, misinformation. Our two top experts on vaccines quit the FDA in protest over this particular issue, pushing boosters in young, healthy people. The data was never there. That's why the CDC never disclosed hospitalization rates among boosted Americans under age 50. The vaccine mandates would increase vaccination rates. The George uh, Mason University study shows it didn't. It did one thing. It created never vaxxers who are now not getting the childhood vaccines they need to get. Over and over again, we've seen something that goes far beyond using your best judgment with the information at hand. We've seen something which is unforgivable, and that is the weaponization of medical research itself. The CDC putting out their own shoddy studies, like their own study on natural immunity, looking at one state for two months, when they had data for years on all 50 states. Why did they only report that one sliver of data? Why did they salami slice the giant database? Because it gave them the result they wanted. Same with masking study. Well, the data has now caught up in giant systematic reviews and the public health officials were intellectually dishonest. They lied to the American people. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, I, 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 this, this should bother people today to no end. Mm-hmm. What he's saying, backed up with data, these are some of the leading medical minds in the country, and there are several others that testified. That's a little two-minute clip. Mm-hmm. The government <clears throat> lied to us. They misled us for political reasons, and and you heard him say a couple of things, and gosh, I hope y'all are listening to this, okay? We made mistakes, and it's honest mistakes in some cases because we just didn't know. 
But as the data become available, you have to change what you're doing to reflect what is good science on the topic. We didn't do that. We chose and found science that agreed with what we wanted to do politically. Okay. You heard him say, and I think this is so important. Please, people, if you're if you're listening to this show, listen to what this doctor said. Make your own decision. Not my, not what Bubba says. Not what Rick says. Yeah. Not what Speedy or Ham says. He says these shots and these boosters for young, healthy people do not need. There, there's no data. There's no data that says it's going to help them. But Thank what you. we do have is a massive increase, depending on which study you want to go to, to people who are having fluid around their heart. Right. There's a website. There's a there's a, a Twitter site now you can follow that's called Died Suddenly, and it has a list of people that shows people who were on there bragging about getting their third booster. They're holding their three up. They're dead at 50. Yeah. Dead because they had a heart attack yeah. that they shouldn't have had when they didn't need all that crap. Hey, he's, he's getting elevated. Yeah, I can see it. I'm just telling you, come on. People, please, for your own protection, use that eight pounds of gray matter that God gave you between your ears and make a wise decision. This young man here, sadly, he's bragging about his boosters. With he's healthy. On. He's skinny. He has no other health issues. He's dead today from a heart attack when he had no other heart trouble. I wonder what it could be. Well, and, and the guy who was sitting to his right, our left, and, and there, we don't have to find it, because he's got such a thick accent, he's very, it's, it's difficult to understand him. Mm-hmm. Another highly decorated scientist. And he said, he, he, and, and, and the congressperson that was interviewing him chimed in, and who also had a medical background. He said, we have known about natural immunity since A.D. 500. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he said from AD five to six, he used six hundred something, but the plague started in the five hundreds. Mm-hmm. Right. He said we have known about natural immunity from then all the way up to twenty twenty. Then we forgot about it and picked it back up in twenty twenty three. For three years, we forgot about everything we knew about natural immunity. And the woman goes, "Yeah, uh, I didn't realize that natural immunity was a novel idea until I got to Congress." And they just start <laughs> laughing. He goes, "Why did we just drop kick? You realize how long we've had research on natural immunity?" Since the first major plagues, it started in the the mid five hundreds A.D. <laughs> and uh, and you know they didn't have any, that's all you had was was a natural immunity. He, and he was talking about this. He goes, we never did this. He goes, if somebody got the measles, you don't take the measles vaccine if you've had it. Right. And uh, and and he was like, we've never done this. And uh, and and it was a uh, and and then and then the other thing which is sad. He said, the people that are not cautiously vaxxed that's what i am he said the never vaxxers all we've done is give them a platform to stand on that looks like they're right we actually and now people are not going to give vaccines of any kind we actually have good vaccines that do what they're supposed to do we've been giving them to kids for years we can debate about how soon and how how close together we need to give them again there's a science to that but now we're having people not get the good stuff because of this because of this damage is done all around we'll be right back All right, so we don't have to do this. I basically told you what the guy said, except now we've listened to this other 
scientist and doctor, and he actually said we've known about natural immunity since 430 B.C. I didn't know we had a plague that far back. When I was researching um, uh, the earliest plagues, they were throwing the five and six hundreds around A.D., but he said we've actually known about it B.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the first plague, and he mentions that. And and he talks about the, the problem with that is that we're giving people now, to your point, Bubba, uh, we were giving them vaccines and boosters unnecessarily, uh, and uh, and he said that and the, what it did to the workforce and and all that was it's it was just a disaster. Now Bubba will tell me, and this is the problem that we now have in today's society. We were told at one time if people had the credentials these men have, mm. we should listen to them. Huh. Well, now people, Bubba said on social media, are saying, but not these guys. Right. Uh, right. Uh, only listen to the guys with the same or less credentials that say what we want them to say. Mm-hmm. Back to what your first guy said that we played. W- w- now it's just become politicized, and, and, and science should never be politicized. You know, that's what I always yeah. loved about science, Ricky. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, and that's what I, I didn't care for in English because you had rules and then you had a bunch of exceptions, right. which mm-hmm. meant it wasn't a rule. Well, science should be something that you can test and state and and have a a hypothesis on something Mm -hmm. and and use the scientific method, and then it either is or it ain't. And then other people ought to be able to recreate that experiment and and confirm or deny their Mm -hmm. results. Yeah. And, you know, look what a mess it is right now. All right. I don't know. I think the guy's name is Martin Koldorf. Yes. Thick accent. I can't even pronounce the things he is. Epidemiologist. And we'll look at this and other a one. biostatistician. Harvard professor of I medicine. I can say that. That's really well done, Bubba. Yeah, it was. Well that was done. really good. Take a sip. My of goodness. Get something. Take a pop. <laughs> and yeah, I can't good. say Get some of that spark. And I can't say Toyota. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, that remember, we're our, our, our extremes, are, are they'll marvel the mind. Yeah. The things that we're- Epidemiologists. But anyway, he also, Harvard <laughs> professor of medicine, but of course now on leave. Uh, but- <laughs> But Harvard, now you, what were we all told? You don't know anything. You rube. You didn't go to Harvard. Well, this guy did. Yeah. Uh, and so now he's in trouble. How dare you? Uh, how dare you? How dare you? So how, how dare you? How speak the how truth? dare you? And you're going to hear a congressperson chime in uh, on that statement I said a minute ago. But um, you'll hear her response to how dare you? Uh, what he says. <laughs> but thick accent warning. Thick accent warning. But but here we go. By forcing children to have a vaccine that they don't need because they've already had the disease, that undermines the trust in other vaccines like the measles vaccines or the polio vaccine, and that's very, very serious. I think during the last uh, several decades, we have the the never vaccinate people or the anti-vaccine people uh, have tried to undermine the trust in vaccine, but with very little success. But the vaccine fanatics who wants to vaccinate every person in this country, even though they are children who has very little risk for it, even though they have already, already have had the uh, COVID. That has undermined the trust uh, in other vaccines enormously, creating enormous vaccine hesitancy. So not and allowing that, their provider or physician to determine the risk and the benefit. Yeah, and also people themselves, because people know that about immunity. We learned that in school. People know that if you've had a disease. You had... It wasn't until I came to Congress that I found out infection-acquired immunity was a novel concept. <laughs> yeah, I guess we knew about it since 430 BC of the Athenian plague until 2020, and then we didn't know about it for three years, and now we know about it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's something else. I mean, some of this is just look. You don't have to go any further. As do they? Do we give you the measles vaccine if you already had the measles? Do we? What accent no. is that? Is that mm-hmm. German? 
I, I don't know. I get you it. know His who I really name, it has to be German. Yeah, I really feel sorry, and we've talked about this. And some were were left with the decision, military, other jobs, of if I don't get this vaccine, I'm out. Yeah, and they, and they, oh, yeah. And they were forced to get it oh, when yeah. they had already had natural immunity. They had already had COVID. They had caught it, and. I really feel sorry for those folks because some of them have health concerns now or they're worried. Uh, and now that we know more, it's like no, nobody's talking about the fact they were forced to do all that. It's sad. It's a product, too, of our microwave society. It, it, we had this massive worldwide pandemic. Everybody wanted it fixed right then. Sure. And you can't do that. And I, yeah. It's going to run its course. Sadly, it was three years and about 7 million people died from it. But you have to let it run its course on these things. Well, back to what we already know, and then Adler, I know you want to come out. But back to what we already know, and Bubba, you said it into the microphone early on, because guess what? All you had to do was start pulling up our history of the world, and you said to us in here, and I think it was on the air, this thing's going to last about two and a half to three years. Before, yeah. before we're just living mm-hmm. with it. Every, every worldwide, well, we've, we've every, had a plague yeah, before, right? Yeah. Every plague and pandemic we've ever had runs a very similar course, and then it just becomes another thing out there that you can get during different times of the year or whatever, and it becomes another virus. And that's exactly what's happened here. And we had a history that pointed to that. We had a history that pointed to natural immunity, and we just ignored all of it. And then we demonized anyone who would not run out. And get in line, you know, while they're getting an oil change, and get the latest vaccine or the latest booster. If you didn't do that, you were killing people. Mm-hmm. You didn't love your family. Yep. You don't love anyone, and 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 you kick kittens and you, and you step on puppies. And uh, Adler, to you, uh, Bubba was asking uh, Martin Koldorf, Koldorf where he's from. <clears throat> I should have cleared my throat before speaking. Yeah, yeah. See there? Nice he's voice. A, he's a Swedish biostatistician. Sweden. He's a professor, uh, former professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School, former advisor for uh, several vaccine safety boards, including uh, on the CDC. Yeah. So. so he knows what he's talking about. No, I re- <laughs> yeah, guys, I, I remember I remember being at lunch with people that I that I that I love and, and respect. And they were like, Burgess, just go get the vaccine. Mm-mm. And I'm like, guys, I've already had COVID. I don't, I don't need to get the vaccine. And I'm healthy and I'm not in the high risk category. I don't know why you won't get the vaccine. <laughs> I said, I, I just, I don't think it's necessary. I think the risk of the vaccine in my particular situation outweighs the risk of me <laughs> just getting COVID, getting through it. And, be, and, and, and I remember, and they, were just, they couldn't believe it. They were just, oh. Do it for your neighbor. Yeah, yeah if yeah. you're not getting getting vaxxed for you, it's for everybody else. You don't care about your but, family. Because it but stops I, transmission. Look, oh, we, wait. No, we, it doesn't. We, we have, it stops infection. We had elected officials, some who I, mm. I really like and admire, mm. in our state say this was the pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, that was the most idiotic Got thing re-elected, I think too. have ever been said. Yeah. And look, just you just need to call it. Hey, I missed it. Yep. Okay, yep. we all do yep. from time to time. Well, but that was a that was a swing and a miss. It, ah! yeah, <laughs> and then it, then then it got to the bizarre time when we got multiple vaccines and boosters in, where it was all about, almost like somebody said, "Hey, now look, if you're going to do this, you need to put this crash helmet on." Okay, mm-hmm. so if I crash, will it protect my brain now? But you need to wear it. I don't really like the way it's really uncomfortable, and I think it's cutting off my breathing, and that might be bad for me. That could be bad for you, but you still need to do it. So when I crash, then if I have this on, I'll be okay? No, we're not saying that. 
but you still need to wear it. I'm like, well, why would I put this thing on? I mean, I don't. It got to the point where I was like, I don't even understand. And then they tried to make things up. Yeah, but the vaccine, if you have it, you won't get as sick. And and yeah, you can catch it and pass it, but still, you don't. Get, you won't. It'll be better. It's just better. You you. And I'm just like, now y'all are just babbling on like Floyd the Barber. None yeah. of this makes any sense. Well, we all it just got bizarre. You know, I we mean, all, we all make decisions based on what we have in front of us, mm-hmm. and and we just got to learn as we go. Like in our family. Betty did get the original vaccine because she was dealing with her mom who was 90 years Mm -hmm. old and she needed to get it and was recommended to get it. And uh, so we made that decision uh, and Betty did that she wanted to get it. She decided then I'm not getting any boosters. At the same time, I decided not to get it. And then Betty and I, really, we were having a discussion about it and said, look, let's just play the odds here. You get it. I'm not going to get it. One of us will be around for the kids, you know. I mean, I, really, it that got was down kind to, of our discussion. It kind of got down to that. Yeah. that we right. just played the numbers. Of course, Amanda was forced to because she of hospitals, yeah. and, and that's what I'm going back yeah. to is yeah. those folks. That's sad. Yeah. Well, and, and Big Love was was pressured, highly pressured, and he crumbled to the pressure because of the way colleges acted. <laughs> yep. And yep. and I'm I'm and 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 he did that, and we were not pleased with it. But you know, he was a he made his own decision. But we'll be back more Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, so, and, and can, I, can I address something here, too? This kind of emailing here. Um... Listen to your show this morning. I just heard y'all telling everyone to use the eight pounds of gray matter relative to the COVID vaccine. Uh, Bubba, you were pushing the vaccine in 21-22. The data's always been available that says the vaccines are not effective and the fact they're dangerous. And, and, and y'all chose to call everyone that was against the vaccine conspiracy theorists. I don't remember that. Uh, now you tell everybody to think for themselves. Now you're talking as if you were against the vaccines all along. Both of you believe the government. Now you tell everyone to think for themselves. Once again, a flip-flop. Let me underline that. Get real. You're still pushing the vaccine for high-risk groups. That's a, a, Again, it's disinformation. The vaccine has no benefit for anyone. We do not call it the clot shot for nothing. Well, first of all, uh, Larry, I have to, just as kind as I can be, if people are gathering information as we go along, which we told everybody to do, and when that information began to point to a different narrative, they change the narrative because of information. That's not called flip flopping. That that calls the that that is called now that we have new information. What what we thought at one time we think differently about now. What we don't understand is when other people didn't do that. Right. That's not a flip flop. That is a you know what? The more I'm getting information, the more I realize maybe some of the things I thought early early on were wrong. That's like navigating the waters, right. Rick. You know, a car and a boat yeah. has a steering wheel on it for a reason. If it if it just went straight, you yeah. wouldn't need one. Never t- called called people that were against the vaccines conspiracy theorists. We never did that. Now I, I know the left did. As a matter of fact, I said on the air early on. I was asked on the air. And Bubba and I said this to each other. I think we were looking. I remember looking at each other. Would you take the vaccine, Rick? And I said, absolutely not. And I but, was considering yeah, it at one but, time. But, but, and, but that, but that was not. not but that yeah. was not. I didn't want to make that decision for everybody else because I, you know, right. I, that, that's a pretty big responsibility. You asked me what I was going to do, 
And I said I would not because I, I was concerned about the experimental nature of them. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to force anybody to take it right. or force somebody not to take no. it. No, I didn't believe the government. I actually was being told things about people with high risk from doctors that I trusted. The government wasn't telling me that. Yeah. My, my doctor was telling me that. Yeah, I don't know yeah, that we I, were ever pushing the right. vaccine. I think and, we uh, may have been neutral on it but, at best. But, well, what we tried to be was responsible. I didn't think that you and I had the pedigree to tell people something that could be life and death, what they should and shouldn't do about their health. We said what we were going to do and, and our considerations and told them to talk to their doctor. Honestly, I didn't know what else to tell you. Now, have I looked back and thought, and I said this on the air the other day, and I don't mean any ill will on this. For the first time in my entire life, and I have tremendous respect for the people of the medical field and the people that that I've all that I that, that deal with my health. Mm-hmm. But for the first time in my life, I will be honest. I got totally confused and wasn't sure I could trust what my doctor was telling me, and that was a bad feeling. Yeah, I never felt that way before. So this has been a process, Larry. I know that you uh, probably you know are so much more smarter than us, and you probably did more research than us, and you didn't mind telling people that it was all the end of time and watch the vaccines and you were right all along. But what you're claiming we did is inaccurate and it's silly and it's, and it's uninformed. What we did is walk out the narrative as it was happening live. It almost be like, yeah, going we back. almost had daily debates on it. Yeah. You know, it would almost be like you going back and say, well, you know what? I didn't like the way y'all handled nine 11. You know, there were some things y'all said and why, why those planes were crashing and that, that turned out not to be true. Yeah, probably so. Uh, <laughs> but we also figured it out as it went along right. because it was happening in real time. We do a show in real time. And and some of these things, you got to be careful what you pop <laughs> off and say. Now, sometimes you, you go, well, Rick, you haven't always done that. And you're right. But I'm trying to learn from that. And, and so, yes, there was some changing of minds on the show because information that was coming in began to show that some of the things they were telling us just wasn't true. That, that's not called flip-flopping. That means that I meant to tell you something that I knew was wrong, and then I changed it because I thought that would be the thing people would applaud for me. No, I'm simply trying to – we're just simply trying to report the information that was coming in. And that's my situation. Yeah. I got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine because I was I had a family vacation planned where my 90-year-old grandfather was going to be in the same house as a dozen other Adler people, and I didn't want to get my grandfather sick. I've changed my opinion on the vaccines because what we know <clears throat> and what, what we know has changed. And I got tricked, okay? That's it. Yeah. I got bad info and I got tricked. So if 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 I if if I've said things in the past about about the vaccine, it wasn't with any ill intent in mind. We're trying to get the correct information out there and we're trying to do what is best for everybody and never have any of us gotten money or anything like this to say anything like no. that. I get I get crazy emails like that all the time, Rick. And it's like, no, we're just try- like you said, we're trying to figure it out on the air and in my situation I will admit that I got tricked with bad information. That's what happened to me. Yeah, and that happened a lot because the people telling you that we've always trusted. And and they had bad information or not, but we flip-flop means we looked out at the world like a politician and said, okay, right now the place to be is vaccine is good. That'll help the show. That'll help us. So let's stay there. Oh, now vaccine bad's the place we should be, so let's flip-flop. And I really take offense that you would suggest that about us. We, we honestly were giving our honest opinion and working it out as the rest of the world was as information has come in. And we have clearly called out those that look at the same information and continue with a narrative that has been that has been proven is incorrect, and it, we certainly haven't done and that. And I tell you, my goal, my thought process in it was to create a discussion about it. Right. 
where the truth could eventually come to the top. And that was the only agenda that I, right. that I had personally was I want to create a conversation so that all sides can be heard. We can put the measuring stick up there and find out what's right. Right. And, but I was never going to, on something like this, sit here in this microphone, like some of the crazed people out there screaming, this is what you should do. And if you don't, you know, you're all going to die. I, I just, I didn't feel comfortable with that. Of me telling people what they should, the health decisions they should make. Well, yeah, I, I, we share our opinion. Right. Yeah. You know, we always say that you yeah. know you need to make that final decision on anything. Right. And I still stand by that. And I, I do yeah. like the fact that you that you we try to spur a conversation about right. it because that's but, the only way you ever get to the truth. But when somebody asked me directly what I was going to do, yeah. well, then that's different. But I wasn't saying that's what you should do. And if that bothers Larry that I was didn't shout and and you ought to do what I'm doing. I'm just, I, I mean, well, that's what all flip floppers say, really. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, Larry, I wish I could have the comfort that you have sitting in the stands. It's a little tougher down here on the field. Uh, top of the hour, uh, we'll be back. So here's a here's a story. I do, I do have a question too. Yeah. Still want to yeah, this story right here too. Yeah. We got that on hold. You got to hear this guy's story when we come back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right, so uh, Bubba, uh, welcome back for another hour, sir. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the little, the little party we call Rick and Rick Bubba. and Bubba. All right, so we have uh, Jason, who uh, has been a fan of the show for a long time. We 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 played the the panel of uh, you know <laughs> supposedly we're supposed to hear from scientists and doctors unless they have the wrong narrative. Now we're not supposed to listen to them. That's uh, the world's uh, view right now, uh, but or uh, the government's view at times, and some people on the far left. But uh, here is a a man that experienced this whole forcing of vaccines uh, on you, or you lose your job. He, he experienced that, and his story should, uh, I hope, we would learn from, from if we find ourselves, God forbid, in this situation again and kind of learn some things going forward. So, Jason, I know you've, you've uh, told us your story a few times via email, but, but share this uh, with the world. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. Hey. I'll get right to it. I joined the Army in 1992, and I plan to retire in June of 2022. In January of 2021, I got COVID. No big deal. Four hours of symptoms. I drove on, thought I was over it. But the fatigue sort of persisted. And then in February of 2021, I found myself in the emergency room with a doctor telling me I should have already died of the DBT in my leg and the pulmonary embolism in my lungs. They also discovered that I had two blood clotting disorders, factor five and factor eight, that I never knew I had before COVID. So... That was before the mandate. In anticipation of the mandate, I started discussing my situation with doctors. And by the way, shout out to Larry. Bubba was not promoting the vaccine because he and I were having an ongoing dialogue about my situation that he was using to inform his decision. Right. But as I was talking to doctors to figure out a strategy for the vaccine, if it was mandated, a University of Alabama graduate doctor at the military hospital told me there was no medical benefit or justification for me to get the shot because I had natural immunity. Right. But the mandate did come down. And, Rick, I began to be gripped by a spirit, spirit of fear and anxiety that I really had contempt for. So finally I said they ordered me to get it. I'm going to get it. I jump out of airplanes for a living. I don't spend all my time thinking about malfunctions, 
So I'm going to get this shot. They told me I wasn't at risk because only the Johnson shot, they being the Army, told me I wasn't at risk of clots. So I went in and got the shot in mid-September, and three days later I was in the emergency room with another blood clot. Yeah. The civilian doctor on duty in the emergency room acknowledged that the blood that the shot had given me the blood clot. The Army invested a good bit of time trying to convince me it must have been something else. But in my situation, I already had a retirement date, and I figured that I could just wait out and not have to get the second shot and that I would be fine. Well, what happened was two days after I got out of the hospital, my mother passed away. I came to Alabama for the funeral. While I was in Alabama, the Army informed me that their strategy for me since the first shot almost killed me was to give me the second shot. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's yeah. a good my- feeling, in it? <laughs> I really felt like they were trying to kill me. And my, my primary care manager was on my side at this point trying to put in exemptions for me, and doctors who had never seen me were pulling my exemptions. And I don't know if we can remember the environment in 2021 – but it was also being called into question where I, whether I would be allowed to retire, whether I would be given any VA benefits, or even what kind of discharge they may issue me after 30 years. So it was October 4th when they told me I had to get the second shot, and I had to get it fairly quickly. October 26th, I was fully retired after I adjusted my retirement date, and I, I fled the scene of the crime that I didn't commit and retired. Hmm. I had two children who were national ROTC scholarship winners. One is going to commission in December. The other is not ever going to join the Army because of my experience, but neither of them are ever going to get the vaccine. If any Benefield was going to get the vaccine and have a reaction, it was going to be me. And I did that, one, because I was ordered, and two, so my kids could make a better decision. And they have made the decision to remain unvaccinated because they realized we did not know enough about this shot to take it safely. So that's my story, fellas. It affected my cardio so bad that even Greg Burgess could outrun me. So <laughs> it still affected me a little bit, but I am recovering. And I'll let you go, Jason. Thank you for your story. I'm sorry you went through that. I don't want to put words in your mouth. But it sounded like to me at one point your your physician, your personal physician, was saying, do not take second vaccine, do not take these boosters. It can and likely could uh, kill you. And the military doctors who never were, were have your, your your health background said, you'll take it or you'll be you'll be discharged. It was the vascular surgeon I saw who told me not to get the first dose. Right. And it was my primary care manager who agreed with me that I was higher risk than normal trying to uh, find an exemption for me. The system, the Army system, was marching on trying to ensure 100% vaccination, side effects be darned. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for your service to the country, and I'm sorry that's the way you had to end your military career. It's actually shameful. And it really is. Well, Rick, thank you, but keep in mind, I did get to retire. I did get my VA benefits. Good, good. I still want to stay in the fight to help those that got pushed out a year short of retirement or two years short of retirement. 
and, and those that were discharged with a less than honorable discharge and are struggling to get benefits. I still want to figure out a way to help those yeah. folks in the future. But thank you for letting me share my story. Sure. Thank you, Jason. So, and, and Bubba, you had another question, too. I don't know what to add to that. That was Well, I know. Good. I know. That's, that's almost unbelievable. Um, you know, I don't know if it was COVID or the vaccines or a combination mm-hmm. of both. Obviously, we're having a lot more blood clots now. No, yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody's denying that. You heard the doctor oh, no the thing, no. uh, reference that. I, I had talked to a young lady that does Doppler tests, yeah. uh, sonograms, uh, ultrasound stuff, and she said four to five more, four to five times more people with blood clots are seeing. Um, it, it, what can you do if you've had COVID or if you've had the vaccine? I'm not pinning it on either one, uh, but you want to 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 check and see are you having blood clots or do you have them forming and they haven't showed up yet yeah i can what, help what you with can that. you do about I, that? I can help you with that because i actually have people on both ends of the spectrum so a person i know that never had the vaccine got covid he he said i guess i've got this long covid thing and he was able to go to see dr vaughn who was on our our mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. and dr vaughn was able to determine he has tiny blood clots all in his blood not the kind that can kill you, but that's what's making him feel right. lethargic and whatever. Right. And he is actually treating him to remove those blood clots. And then I have people that never had it, but the vaccine seems to be tied to their blood clots. But yes, Bubba, you can. Uh, there are doctors that can determine whether you are at risk or have blood clots forming in your blood. And yes, thankfully, there are treatments that can uh, help you with that problem. And I spoke to Dr. Jordan Vaughn, who was our guest on Rick Above University that Rick is talking about, about the fact that I got the Johnson & Johnson, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, and he said, that's good. That's the least dangerous one. Right. And yet, that's the one that was pulled from the market. Yeah. When that happened, I was like, all right, none of this makes sense right. at all. Um, and that's the reason why I got the Johnson & Johnson, because what I was reading, it, it wasn't an mRNA. It was, old school. Yeah. It was right. more of an old-school vaccine, and it was a one-timer, too, so that I could hopefully move on with my life. Because mm-hmm. we, what a crazy world that we lived in, guys, where you couldn't live your life. Yeah, and you were there was just so much pressure everywhere you looked. It, it what it just it's just unbelievable what we went through. Yeah. So anyway, and he says uh, the guy who's uh, getting treated by Doctor Vaughn, he said that uh, they're making progress. So what is the test? Like, how do they determine? I don't. That? I don't know. Is that I mean, a? I guess they do a blood test and take your blood and put it under a microscope and look at it. I, I don't know. That may be oversimplification on Do- my part. Doctor Jordan Vaughn's Twitter account has a whole lot of pictures of those blood clots that he's looked at underneath the microscope, yeah. and, and, so. and he has a lot more information there if people yeah. want. It. Okay. All right. We'll be back. Eight six six. We be big uh, as the Rick and Bubba show moves on. So, um, so that's the update, and. These are updates, and we'll get into Alex Murdahl next oh. and O.J. Simpson. Hmm. <laughs> I cannot believe he's chiming in on this. Well, he can't believe people want to hear from him. <laughs> no, 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 he doesn't understand why. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As you note, Brett, uh, the FBI has for uh, quite some time now assessed 
that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. All right, so uh, we, we got to get to the Murdoch stuff. Is that how you say his name? Is it, is it Murdoch? Is that, that how we say his name? Is it Murdoch? It's Murdoch. Murdoch. But, Murdoch. Yeah, but it's Murdoch. clearly spelled Murdoch. And they, they say Alec, and it's he's clearly spelled Alec. So yeah. who is knows? It, I'm going to call him Alex Murdoch okay. because that's the way it's spelled, All and right. I really don't care if that offends him because he's a killer. Here we go. He was found guilty on all charges. Uh, I guess that's 5B right there. Yeah. Uh, so here is the moment uh, when the verdict, and it was three hours that they uh, less discussed. Less than three. Real less, quick. Less than three hours uh, <clears throat> that they discussed it to come down with this verdict. Here we go. The state versus Richard Alexander Murdoch defendant, indictment for murder, SC code 16-3-0010, CDR code Zero one one six. Guilty verdict signed by the four lady three two twenty three. Docket number two thousand twenty two dash GS dash fifteen dash zero zero five nine three. The state of South Carolina, County of Colleton, in the Court of General Sessions, the July term of two thousand twenty two. The state versus Richard Alexander Murdoch, defendant, indictment for murder, SC code 16-3-0010, CDR code 0116, verdict guilty, signed by the four lady, date 3-2 of 23. Mm. So guilty, guilty on all charges. Guilty, guilty on all charges. Now O.J. Simpson has <laughs> weighed in. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. when you hear the things that O.J. is about to say, uh, first of all, he can't believe why he's being asked about it. And, so this uh, is, this one is before right this comes out right. before the guilty, before the and then then once it comes out, he gives us another one. Yeah, yeah. but we got to hear this one first, even no though doubt. the verdict's here, yeah. because the things he says, considered what we know about OJ, you can't believe really that can. anybody could be this tone deaf about themselves. Yeah. All right, so here here's OJ. Hey, Twitter world is me, yours truly. Well, a whole lot of people are asking me what I think about this. Uh, Alex Murdoch trial. I don't know why they think I'm an expert on it, but uh, I got to <laughs> admit, when he took the stand, a guy who's an habitual liar, I did watch um, um, when the trial first started. Uh, I watched him take the stand, and I uh, thought it was probably a mistake because the guy is an admitted liar, and it's hard for me to think he can be on the stand five, six, seven, eight days uh, without lying. Question is, what did he lie about? Uh, but lying and stealing money is a little different than murder. Uh, I realized in watching them testify what he was doing. He was just trying to relate to one or two of those jurors that he was a good old boy. He was one of them. Uh, and I'm not sure he didn't succeed in doing that. Uh, I am not qualified to, to really say if the guy did it or he didn't do it. Uh, you know, if a juror missed an hour of testimony, they no longer qualified. I've missed days that I haven't watched this. Um, uh, but from what I've seen, do I think it's more likely that he did it? Yes. But more likely equals reasonable doubt. Uh, so uh, from what I know, uh, I would have to say there's a lot of reasonable doubt there. Uh, he's going to go to jail for all the 
thievery he did, stealing millions of dollars of people. I think he should be looked at more about the death of his housekeeper a few years ago where he ended up with over $4 million of the insurance money. Um, I think they should take a hard look at that. But it wouldn't surprise me in the least if this guy beats this case. Uh, he's going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail for all the money he stole. I'm curious there because uh, I got nine to 33 years, 33 years because I caught some guys trying to sell my stolen property and I yelled at them. Even they didn't think I should go to jail. And the judge gave me, this Jackie Glass gave me nine to 33 years. So I'm trying to see what this guy is going to get. I was uh, up there with guys who had robbed casinos and robbed banks uh, two or three times. And they they had half the time or a third of the time that I got. So I'm always curious to see what kind of time these guys get for stealing millions of dollars. When I caught guys stealing my stolen property, the state of California, after I was convicted, ruled it was my property, and they gave it to me, so I have it now. So how do you go to jail for catching guys who are trying to sell your stolen property? Well, nevertheless, I do think this guy more than likely did it. But once again, more than likely, to me, uh, is tantamount to reasonable doubt. Uh, It would work against him in a civil trial, but... I don't know if it's going to work against him in this criminal trial. Wouldn't surprise me in the least if he beats this. I'm just saying. Take care. Thank you, OJ. <laughs> OJ, did you hear him say, now, look, he, he might pull it off in the criminal. That's going to hurt him in the civil. You mean like it did you? Right. Yeah. right. And then he acts like, I don't know why y'all asked me. I, I was put in jail for stealing stuff. No, you got off on murder. That's yeah. why we're asking you. Right. Now, and what OJ wow. leaves out, too, he had a gun, and he wouldn't let a guy leave a room. Of course not. Which is considered kidnapping. Right. Even for a small bit of time. He's left uh, one trial completely out, but, and he's left out the facts of the very trial in which he actually was yeah. jailed. But with all of that, and he said, lost the civil trial too yeah. on the murder. With all of that said, though, mm. OJ still has a certain charisma and likability to it. You know, Juice. Bubba, one million people follow him on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he, and he I does. added that. I added you, to you the just list. Just listening to him, you think you know, aside from the killing and the, <laughs> and all that stuff, Besides all you that. think he'd be a cool guy to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. It, it goes you back do. to the thing. I think we, I know. I said it. I, I, no, I agree I with you. I agree I with you one hundred percent. I think it goes back to. The I don't want to make him mad. No, I no. I think it goes. I do want to have coffee with him today, though. To one of our misunderstandings about evil forces and like the devil himself. I, I hate to break it to everybody. It's kind of like OJ. Uh, hey, you're a murderer and 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 a criminal, but I find myself wanting to have lunch with you. Uh-huh. You know I me, mean? and and that's not. I mean, it's not right. But it's, no, yeah. it's not. All right, we come back, and that's that's it. You just have to say I'm going to pass on that lunch, even though I, my flesh wants to to do it. Uh, OJ now will come back and give his post trial commentary. And he entitles it "Down Goes Murdoch." Yeah. So we'll we'll do, we'll do that when we come back. Oh, Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You know, when we were talking in the break, they they were amazed at how spread out everything is here. How much room oh, we yeah. have. Yeah. And uh, I said, you know, that's all because it was a gift from the King of England. That's right. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I've had to adjust on on that point. You know, because our whole lifetime, just about, it's been God Save the Queen, because yeah. Elizabeth was right. there for so long. And so the other night, I was 
talk to them, and I, you know, I'm, you know, I do things. I'll, if I see them, I'll come home and they're there. I say cheerio, and they'll, they'll pop right in. And I said, God save the queen. They said, Oh, the king, please. Yeah, that's right. Got to change that. Got to change that. I got to get that. All right. So, so is he? Is he, I know he is the king, but has he had his official? No, that's in May, I think. Coronation. Coronation. Oh, is that what it is? That, I bet that'll they, be a big they deal. Made sure, I knew that. Didn't they kick Harry or something off the property? Yeah, they threw him out of his house. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wrote a he wrote a tell all book dogging them all. So I mm. I would what did he think was going to happen? They'd roll the red carpet out when he came back. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean if he thinks that he's dumber than he looks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I, if you wrote a tell all book and tried to trash me and destroy my life and call me wicked. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm gonna hold that against you the rest of your life because it's only going to hurt me. I'm gonna you know not not hold that bitterness forever. But you're not coming to my stuff anymore. No, you know I mean it's a, you're not going to be there for that. Yeah. Hey. Crazy wife syndrome here. Yeah. Rick, I'd like to remind the staff that they ever have to leave the room, they ought to lock their computer. Just a friendly reminder. Took two guests to the to the our facilities. What happened? And and while I was in there I noticed that someone sent an email to Speedy from my computer and Greg. And this is what it says. Now this is coming from me and I didn't type this up. <laughs> right. I love you guys so much. Hmm. Just wanted you to know that. There's a lot of love in my bullet head heart. I couldn't do this life without you. And, of course, it's coming from me That's very- to Speedy and Greg. So right now, <laughs> is Greg very- is getting an email right. from me that yeah. says that. That's very kind. And so the reminder to all of us, the the Super Six, yeah. Uh, is hey look lock your computers when you go to the restaurant. Always. Well, Always. I just I think that's kind of you to think of us. Like yeah, that. and and, <laughs> and I and, love doing life with you, buddy. And your phones too. I mean, one of my m- most fun days was when I got a friend of mine's phone that he left yeah. and started returning all of his texts. <laughs> oh yeah, and sending out stuff in his contacts, asking his family to hold him accountable about his weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, it wasn't me. And, and and I sent it to one of our buddies, and the one that he really caused the trouble. My wife and I have been praying about this. I used her name, and we've decided we're going to pay off your mortgage. <laughs> Rick, that's awful. That's awful. I love taking the picture of the crease of my elbow and sending it to him. Oh yeah, okay. seen that. That's yeah. Why would right you? T- yeah, I know. But that. Why would you go that? I'm far just saying. With it? I like it. And then right. it's, it's in there and not tell them, and it's in their camera roll. Yeah. And the next time they pull it up, they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Right. Well, well, it does look exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, here and the other the other one I did is one time he was trying. Everybody's to, looking at everybody. Yeah. Everybody. everybody. Listen, same. Yeah, zoom on in. Listen. Same friend. Same friend. And he needs to just realize he, he should break his friendship with me. But so he was trying to teach uh, Sunday school. Do you remember this one? And he was trying to mirror his phone to put his notes up there. Well, all he did was put all of his, his phone just came up on the screen and I text to him with his wife sitting there hey man have you told Kim about that you know like that look and also you see his wife look at me and she starts looking around what am I supposed to know and oh, it was just so good. Oh, that's good have you run that past Kim yet? <laughs> That's awful. I just love oh, stuff like yeah, that. I wish too. I had somebody's phone right now. I'm messing with it. Yeah. Uh, See, why would you do that? Huh? Why would you do that? Speed. Why, why would you do that? Speed. And, and we can tell it's yours because there's freckles on it. Yeah. <laughs> Speedy's arm, everybody, just yeah. for everyone watching on YouTube. <laughs> I love not telling. I love not telling them. It's just in the wrong picture. Because you ever try to find something? Yeah, let me show you. Um, man, you wouldn't see, believe this buck I saw the other day, and you give. Oh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> it looks so good. Uh, <laughs> 
shouldn't be as funny uh, as it is, I but know. it sure is. Yeah, so, you know, we oh, think it's God. funny. Of course, Alec Murdoch's going to jail over his over a phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, for sure. But uh, but there you go. Oh, uh, the phone era. You know. By the way, once again, too, I got to talk to some y'all. Y'all got to stop. Y'all y'all have got to stop looking down at your phone and driving. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was so coming up on so on, on on the the lane next to this driver. Yeah, prop it up on Co- the dash. Coming back from from the farm, <laughs> and all of a sudden his his truck just veers right over on me, mm. and I go by and he's sitting there looking at his phone, and I'm just yeah. staring at him. Are you idiot? Yep. I mean, uh, it, it can wait. You're, there's nothing that important. Yeah. Okay. It it, it can wait. And uh, and and just you know we're 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 almost where we're going. We're almost Good there. Gracious. Just calm down. It's, I've talked about it before, but over the last 10 years, it has been just a radical difference of what you see on the road, especially when I'm riding my motorcycle, because you're just, I mean, you're in panic mode the whole time when you ride a motorcycle. Right. You're, just, be. you're afraid. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You're afraid everybody's going to be doing something stupid. And I watched over the past 10 years, people go from two hands on the wheel to one, and they're looking down at their phones. Oh it's my. just a totally different, scary world. If you ever look around in traffic now, it'll terrify you. Oh, it will. The, the number mm-hmm. of people that are looking straight ahead is so low now. Yeah. I mean, the overwhelming majority of people are looking down. And I can always tell when I'm following somebody that's doing that. Yes. Because they get up to speed, and it's like, okay, and then they slow down. And no, like, oh, so you're back yeah. to texting. Yeah. Then we and, get back up to speed, and then we slow back down. And a little wiggle on yeah. the wheel. Oh, yeah, and I won't get over for anything. By the, by the way, we've all come to the conclusion, conclusion there was a time when you saw this erratic behavior, you thought somebody's drunk. Yeah. Yes. Now your first thought is somebody's texting. Yeah. yeah. They don't have time to drink, Rick. Right. They're no. looking at their phone. <laughs> somebody's I'm messing with the phone. <laughs> right. Right. They're probably <laughs> looking for the guy texting at what bar they're going yeah. to. <laughs> so, uh, all right. We'll come back. Here's a, a topic that I know, and, and we need to do it now because Greg, since he's not here, he's told us he's tired of hearing us talk about this. So and we've got we, some uh, answers on this. We can we, talk openly about it without Greg here. Tonight. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, bottom of the hour, we'll be back. Eight six six, we be big is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So we we are going to cover that. Yeah, we can. He's. It looks like he's he's doing the sentencing now. All right. Okay. Uh, you want me to? Or am I jipping? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Alex said. He so we think that uh, Alex uh, Murdoch is being sentenced right now. So yeah. and, and the judge has been talking for quite some time. It looks, looks like, like he's he just done. did. It. Yeah, it's yeah. Like he's done because he's walking away. Yeah. So we can go back and and get it. But <laughs> you know they didn't they did not seek the death penalty. Uh, life in prison is the most severe punishment that they were seeking. And it looks like he was sentenced to life in prison. Yep. So, so, uh, so Adler, if you uh, if you have some stuff, we can play that. Yeah, this is just moments ago. Um, his last words from the stand before the sentencing. Okay, Your Honor, um, Mr. Griffin and I would have no comment. The defendant would like to address the court, though. Mr. Murdoch. Good morning, Your Honor. I'm innocent. I would never hurt my wife Maggie, and I would never hurt my son Pawpaw. Pawpaw? That's what they called him. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you. Sorry, buddy. That's what they called I should him. should have known that before that moment. And then the sentencing. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the sentencing begins. Anything further? 
and the judge uh, talks about how we ran into each other at parties for years and all this stuff, which is crazy. I didn't I didn't know that one yeah. bit, but um, so it looks like he um, he then goes on to to do the sentencing, and I'm having to run through an ad sure. before I go. Live. I did Here, I did hear yeah. I did hear the judge tell him that before the trial started, he had to take down a picture of his granddad or his great granddad. Oh yeah, he was in the corner. They had been. You know, their family had been in that county and in the law oh, yeah. arena for a long time mm-hmm. just so he could get yeah. a fair trial. And, Absolutely. Uh, so How about when you brought in the court and there's your granddad up on the wall? Golly, what a mess. Uh, it was. So uh, it, it it looks like he is, he did get sentenced to life in prison. Yeah. Uh, but I know it had to have been quite a bit. This is the judge. Uh, going through your mind on that day. But amazingly, to have you come and testify that it was just another ordinary day that my wife and son and I were out just enjoying life. Not credible, not believable. You can convince yourself about it, but obviously you have the inability to convince anyone else about that. So, if you made any such arguments as a lawyer, you would lose every case of that, like that. Cases you will never have an opportunity to argue anymore, except perhaps your own as you um, sit in the Department of Corrections. It's a long pause. Anything further? No, sir. All right, Mr. Murdoch, I sentence you to the State Department of Corrections on each of the murder indictments in the murder of your wife, Maggie Murdoch, I sentence you for the term of the rest of your natural life for the murder of Paul Murdoch, whom you probably love so much. I sentence you to prison for murdering him for the rest of your natural life. Those sentences will run consecutive under the statute involving possession of a weapon during a violent crime. There is no sentence where life, a life sentence is imposed on other indictments. That is the sentence of the court, and you are remanded to the State Department of Corrections. And there we go. Life for both of them. And uh, so the rest of his natural life he will spend behind bars. Yeah, just just didn't didn't mount a very good defense, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard uh, the judge. I don't think him. he had one Yeah, we, mount. We, you you saw the judge. He was like, if you were a lawyer— and and you were arguing this case on behalf of someone else, you'd never win. Yeah. No. yeah. Well, he he changed his alibi last minute. Mm-hmm. There was evidence saying he was where he said he wasn't. Right. It just and he he had testified that he lied about this and that and stealing money and being a drug addict and all the things that went with that and then tried to convince everybody. He, but I'm telling you the truth on this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that, well, that's well, not a good defense. Well, that and that is the problem. Um, it's. Um, as I have been told many times, and you know, I struggled through a period of my life where I struggled and would would lie and you know try to get myself out of things and say I wasn't doing things I was actually doing, 
And I remember hearing for the first time, if you just tell the truth, you don't have to remember what you said. Yeah. Mm. So, 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 so there you go. Yep. Um, so that, um, that is, um, that's a, that's a sad, sad story. Yep. It's scary how there's absolutely zero emotion with him when this is being read. Hmm. Well, and the things the judge was bringing up and, and discussing, and even when he made the comment about, I'm sure you love your son, there's zero emotion. Well, and I don't, I'm not I a, mean, that's a sociopath yeah. if I've ever well, seen Well, I was just about to say, now, I don't, I don't pretend to know how to diagnose a sociopath, mm-hmm. but, but I, 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 I see that looks like what they say one looks yeah, like. But, but I, I actually heard uh, a person once commenting on, he said, you know, there's three types of people that we normally end up bringing in for for doing bad things yeah and he said you you've got the the uh you you can you you can help the mentally ill and they who have done things because they 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 have a problem with their mental health yeah you can help the people that got themselves in situations where they made bad decisions and bad moments in desperation he said, "But the ones that that you that you can't help, and they're the most dangerous people out there, and those are the sociopaths, yeah. because they they do evil, wicked, dark things, and and are not bothered by it in the least. Mm. I mean, their heart rate doesn't even change, that. you know. And 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 he said, those are the most dangerous people out there. L- mm-hmm. Let me ask you this: I don't know if you saw it or you have a you have a theory on it. I did not see enough of it to to do this, but why?" do they think he killed his wife? And then why do we think the son was involved? Was he, was the wife about to expose his lies with the stealing of the millions and all of that? Well, no, he threatened no, to go. No, no the, the firm did that. Yeah. The, they the, kicked him out. Yeah. They kicked his attorney, his, right. uh, his law firm kicked him out. They'd already called him out on that. The why deal with the it, son, the deal with the son was he was about to expose that he was back on drugs. He had found some pills or whatever, mm-hmm. Paul, Paul or Paul, not sure why I was calling. Who, who was back on drugs? The the, the dad. Okay, Murdoch. Yeah. Alex. By the way, I noticed the judge was saying Murdoch. I know. I can't follow. What the I heck? That too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so. tough, I, Bubba. To to what you're saying. Or yeah, what, asking, what was the timeline say, of what he did and why he did it? What was well, the motive well, and all of it? Right. Well, first of all, you have uh, son uh, Paul, who right. was, which is a handle was in a boating himself. was in a boating yeah. accident. Right. I he remember was, that. he was drunk and one of the girls fell off the boat. And died. And then they crashed too, didn't they? Right, they no, crashed. Yeah. There was people hurt and all this kind of stuff. Well, uh, then there tried to be a cover up with that, and and then he and and his dad rushing to the hospital to try to manipulate everybody there. So you have that side. Then you have uh, a guy, a kid found in the middle of the road dead, and in the police report, uh, the oldest son is is listed in the police report a bunch, but like nothing ever comes of it. And like, okay, what was his involvement? Then you have the housekeeper falling down the front steps, right. uh, and then that nine one one calling nine one one call coming in from uh, Alex and his wife saying that she had just fallen and that the dogs tripped her, uh, but nobody was out there. But and he had a life speculation. Ins- he had a life insurance policy on her to or, some degree. No, not on her. To no. get it was the estate he right, had yeah. taken out right. a policy like a month earlier. Right, and then and got sued, four million sued, dollars. Sued himself and said that told the kids of the housekeeper. I'm, I'm taking care of you and got like 4.3 million or something. And they never knew about it. Yeah. And so, and then, so then you have, then he shot himself. Don't forget that. Or had somebody well, do it. That's yeah. a whole nother oh, incident. About that. Yeah. yeah. And then called the, 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 his druggie that he would write checks to all the time to come to, to help him. Cause he has a flat tire. 
and then they, I, they think he might have tried to kill him and 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 like frame him for everything. Yeah. But basically tried to shoot himself in the side of the head, saying that he was after him. And then you got the murders and all that, trying to say that somebody was after the family. Yeah. That's what he was trying to paint. That's what he was trying to do. Yeah. Wow. Ugly. The mess. Yeah. 16 minutes past. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. How old are you really, Bubsy? Ah. Rick, uh, a new at-home test could reveal your biological age. Do I want to know this. And help you slow it down. Uh, it says new AI-powered tests tell consumers their biological age by determining the speed at which their organ cells and tissues are breaking down. Mm. Mm. Startups are launching these at-home tests. They collect blood, urine, and cheek swabs to analyze changes uh, in the mach- in the machinery that helps read the DNA code. And it goes on. It's a long story. A lot of pages here. Can I ask you which cheek? Uh, <laughs> well, it's the, the, Rick, it's the that's going to change how committed good. to this. The I mouth. Am. It's yeah, the mouth. Really oh, the yeah. mouth. Well, I'm just. Um, I was <laughs> checking my level of commitment. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I've been saying for a long time. I, I really feel like it's not the laps around the sun we ought to be keeping up with. It's this stuff, mm-hmm. and it's going to. I think this is going to be. This is a very interesting. Uh, yeah, I want to do this. avenue in medicine. I think that's going to be intriguing. Uh, and give us a, a much better look at how we're how our system as a body functions. Do you think we'll get to this? Is just another. I hope really, the M&Ms doesn't make it worse. Well, well, it is a somewhat <laughs> healthy snack. Um, when you when you look at this, and I know it's going to be much more scientific. Don't misunderstand me. Right. I'm glad we're making these right. these advancements. But it, are we just now going to find a way to say and, and prove what's been said? As long as I can remember, you're as old as you feel. Well, uh, I, I, I think I, there's probably mm, something to that. Yeah. Uh, there's also there, there's some studies about things you can do to help aging blood cells uh, hmm. in this too. So um, I think a lot of that's going to be very interesting as it as it comes about. And we've got uh, you know this AI technology that's. Mm-hmm. Able to do powerful computing is basically what it mm-hmm. is. It's yeah. doing things on a scale we've never thought imaginable. Um, so, did, what does it read? Does it read things out? Like, hey, buddy, watch out. I mean, what what comes out? <laughs> hey, buddy, watch out. Uh, like, like all of a sudden, you you look at your number and it says, "Shut your pie hole." Yeah. Well, I mean, what, they, I mean, what they what they were doing at the beginning of this is they were taking these uh, these these biologic markers in your body mm-hmm. and then trying to guess how old the person was that submitted it mm-hmm. and and they've got thousands and thousands of samples now to go by and so they're able to to look at that and make these uh these judgments on people you know as a group so like i said we've got more a bigger statistical or statistical statistical evidence mm-hmm. to look at yes how about that that tea's tougher it is that's a tough placement of a tea slang it on in there what was that one i had earlier and i could you were incredible epidemiologist yeah that was fantastic that was good i didn't even i didn't even attempt that one you skated through that one i took my i took my motorcycle went to a different ramp but bubba what are some of the tips to slowing it down that it says well i haven't really got to all that they said they're going to be showing that it depends on what your what page is Let that? me guess. More yeah, sleep. Going drink with. more water. Let me. Uh, yeah. Oh, right here. Eat more donuts. Now, Look some of that. these, uh, some of these services are going to cost a few hundred dollars a month. So, uh, mm. I, I would actually that, like to look at this, and here's why. And and y'all remember? I mean, even ten years ago, I would always tell y'all that I felt like that I was ten to twelve years older than I was mm-hmm. because of the way I felt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've I've over the last two years, I've taken 
taken some steps where I now feel like I feel younger mm-hmm. than my actual yeah, number. Same. So I would like to see, I would like to do this and just see what it says. Uh, this is one of the things they say. We've talked about uh, genetics. You know, mm-hmm. that's been a hot topic. According to them, genetics pay, uh, plays less than 10% into the total equation, and 90% mm. is a result of daily lifestyle choices and environment. Oh, okay. oh, oh really? According to them, no, I'm not saying that. Mental Hugwing. <laughs> uh, the uh, no, I, I, ah, I living hard, huh? No, I, I, I will, I will tell you that you know, as I've said, I, I have noticed, and I'm certainly not some scientist, but I've noticed that when I make choices to live healthier, I feel better than when I make choices not to. And I don't want to stop the. Stop the cl- the band now. That's wacky. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I know that's wacky, but uh, so, so this one group is called Tally Health. Rick, they stop require the a stop simple. The presses. You stop the band for some reason. It stopped the presses. <laughs> yeah. Tally Health requires a simple. <laughs> shut the band to shut down. Rick's got something to say. Cheek swab that's analyzed by the Tally Age Clock. Watch out. Which is uh, oh, trained on the largest DNA database for adult humans. Uh, with over 8,000 samples in it. After a user's sample is analyzed, they receive a personalized insight and recommendation to help extend longevity and unique supplements to help along the way. Oh, so they're selling supplements. There we go. Uh And there it is. I'm going to give you a bad diagnosis, but I got what can solve it. (laughs) Yep. Uh I don't need anything. I've had the vaccine. I would, I would like to see what it says, though. It I'm does very say it too. does say birthday cake helps a lot. Yeah, well, it should. Oh, it should. Because yeah. that's should. a happy time. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. The um, yeah. So, huh. I just have a feeling that uh, now you've got me not trusting. What? How do we know what their numbers right? I mean, how do you? Well, know? it'd be interesting to see what it says. Anybody, I guess I'm using Greg's line since he's not right, here. Right. But, well, they got a database to look um, right. at, so there's some, you know, there's some gauge there. But, going. Well, like, let's let's say you haven't seen somebody in a long time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, there's happen. some that you run into and you go, well, they're aging well in your mind, mm-hmm. and then you look at some of them, you're like, good night. Yeah. You know, wow, they're really getting old. Yeah, I'm like, um, do I look like that? I've always wondered. I've always wondered about that. Yeah. I've actually met some of the people mm-hmm. I went to high school with. And I feel pretty good about myself. Yeah. Good, good, yeah. Rick. That's I'm great. glad. I was like, well, I'm, I'm like, I'm the same age they are, and I got to tell you, so, I, feel, I feel pretty good right now. If yeah. you took yeah. that test today, what do you think yours would say? Today? Yeah, today. If we if we did it in the studio next segment, what do you think yours would come back in? I, I don't know. I don't You're think, 58. How old do you would think it keep you, you in your 50s? I, I would say this. I would think that probably now. Okay, because I've made some major adjustments. I would think now I'm probably about my age. That's that's what I. Was I don't say think I'd maybe. be that much younger. Older. I may be two years older. Yeah. forty-seven instead of forty-five. Yeah. So I'll be because I still got some work to do. I'll be fifty-nine next month. I think mine would be about sixty-five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, six. At least, at least it might bump seven. Why don't we all do yeah. this and be a good on-air bit? Yeah, but keep in mind, when I said that I'm about my age, I'm not young. You're right. So yeah. I'm not uh, acting like I'm not acting like yeah. that. I'm you know uh. like I'm some world class. I mean, 58's <laughs> old and uh, relatively <laughs> old. Uh, but I think I'm probably about my age now, probably. Yeah, and before I was probably older. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. That's where I land with me. Yeah. Where do you think you are, Sweet? I, probably somewhere mid 50s. And you're aging well too. I don't know about that, Rick. Y'all put a lot of age on me. But I know. you know, I blame you talk y'all for about that is a good point. aging well when you get older. 
you lose a lot of the the fat in your face, and you that's where you get the wrinkles from. So right. you usually don't have wrinkles if you're a little bit heavier in your face. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like filler. <laughs> yeah, your face like natural excellent. filler. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so Bubba, we have a couple of uh, video audio here today. Uh, Kamala's husband, the second gentleman. Uh, and is this is this his name? How do you say his name? Anybody know how to say this name? Doug. Imhoff. Imhoff. Okay. M-Hoff. So, um, so she she didn't take his name. I guess not. Okay. Kamala so M-Hoff. so anyway, uh, so we're gonna hear from him, and he's gonna toss out this phrase that has become sort of mod, but no one really explains what they're talking about. Because uh, sometimes when you hear something, you go, yeah, I'll tell you, I agree with that. And then you kind of hear how, how they define it. You go, well, I'm not sure. Uh, so so here we go. Here's uh, the second gentleman, uh, the uh, the husband of Kamala Harris, our vice president, talking about masculinity. Here we go. Can we just talk about masculinity for a moment? Um, has being second gentleman changed your own view of perceived gender roles or what it means to be a man. Oof, that's this is something I've I've thought about a lot and something I've spoken about a lot. There's too much of toxicity, it, it, masculine toxicity out there, and there, we've kind of confused what it means to be a man, what it means to be masculine. All right, so I'd like to know what what his definition of masculinity is because that's really important. Because just because he's slinging the word toxic, and I agree, we don't want there to be toxic masculinity, and we don't want there to be toxic femininity. Uh, either one is bad. That means that that a man or a woman is is outside of the design uh, and their responsibilities uh, that that God uh, uh, created and and uh, and designed. And and so I'd like to know what he means by that, because yeah. if he means that a man is to be cowed down. Uh, a man is to be a pushover, and a man is to give in to all whims and all all demands, and and devalues himself, and uh, or worse, patronizes. Uh, when when deep down that that's not happening. This happens a lot, by the way. Some of you out there, you, you think that a man is actually following your leadership, and you're a woman. He's not. He's just appeasing you. Can, it, can uh, I, I mean, can I give because a point he's not of order he's here? not designed to follow you. Can I can I have a point of order yeah, on this? Yeah. How can we have masculine toxic? Uh, what do you say? What's the word? Just to- say toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. Watch out. Easy. It's late in the week. It is. Come it on. is. And you were on a roll yeah, today. You are. How can you have that if you don't have genders? You can't. <clears throat> you just have mean Great people. Great question. Right? if you don't. Right. If, if what you, if what if what if he identifies as something else? Right. And but you're saying it's it's this. I mean, how do you? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you have that? Yeah, well, to finish... Masculinity his, can't even exist if in a genderless world. If you're a toxic man, but you identify as a female, isn't that a toxic female? It would be. Yep. If you want everybody to take on your new identity. Right. So I mean, I, it's it's difficult to can't follow. Have it. Can't have it both But, but we can't even have a history-making vice president. No. Uh, if, she, if we're not allowed to call her a woman, uh, then she didn't even make history. <laughs> you know, so watching I I, the I woke to, movement oh is gosh. like watching a dog chase its tail. Has anything ever been more misnamed? <laughs> I right. found a I found a, a little bit longer clip of the I same want to hear interview. what he thinks masculinity yeah, is. Yeah, because yeah, because I had his quote at the end. Go ahead. Maybe he good. maybe he elaborates a little bit. Something I've spoken about a lot. There's too much of toxicity, it, it, masculine toxicity out there, and there, we've kind of confused what it means to be a man, what it means to be masculine. Where you've got this trope out there that you've got to be 
tough and you know angry and and lash out to be strong. I just just the opposite. You know, strength is how you show your love for people. Strength is how you are for people and how you have their back, and how you you stick up for other other people and pushing up pushing out against bullies. I mean, that's what I believe it is. So every time I can speak against this toxicity, I, we're seeing it with our younger people, we're seeing it in our discourse, in our politics, in the media, you're seeing it as it relates to so many of the issues that we're, we're pushing back on. So um, I think it's a problem and I'm gonna continue to use this platform every time I get to, to speak out against this toxic masculinity that's out there. Okay, can, buddy. can I can I I just want to say it. I don't mean to be mean because you know that's not my nature. I'm huh. working on being more gentle. Yeah, don't be toxic. I've never heard this guy say anything. <laughs> what does he mean? He's out there using his platform to address this. I didn't even know he existed. This is my first time hearing his voice. Yeah, the I, first time I, I met, I, him I didn't was know when he, could he was. Speak. Uh, <laughs> you know, him and Jill were kissing. Yeah, at State of the Union. Exactly. Oh, first that's time right. I ever met. Right. Was that toxic? That was toxic. Hey, getting a lip lock with somebody else's wife. Swapping sugar. Wow. Toxic. Of the nation, yeah, uh, right. he just thought he'd go up and kiss hey. anybody. If he'll kiss her like that with the nation watching. Can you imagine yeah. what? what Speaking it's like of bullying, Georgetown, careful, huh? Hot careful. night in Georgetown, baby. <laughs> huh? So, but you, but you got to watch the woke left because what he said right there, some of that actually is fine, no problem with yeah, that. Sure, yeah, yeah. But here's what the problem is: he says that, but what they really mean is that they want to rid our country of masculinity completely. And that's what he means. Now he's using some phrases. No, you know, you got to watch your you, you words. You can't say there, that you're four bullies. Look, I mean, you know, all that. Right. Yeah, and, and uh, it's already happened. Yeah, and, 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 yeah. Lock it up. Lock it up. Yeah, I'm toxic. Come to Papa. <laughs> so, watch uh, out. But what they Coming really mean, hot. because what's happening in our country <laughs> right now, and there's no doubt, there are, and we say this all the time: disciple men change everything. Because mm. if men are not under the authority of Christ, they're dangerous. They can be very dangerous, and and we see this everywhere. But what's happening is we're not wanting to to go down that road. If you were to say to him, you know, really, if you look at the example of, of when God became a man, I mean, you'd be like, you got to get out of here. Mm. You know, he really kind of showed us how to be a perfect man. You know, when God became one, that's probably a perfect example yeah. of, of 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 how to balance all the things that that human beings have, including men. Well, he he wouldn't hear that, but but what he really means deep down is so he doesn't get in trouble at home. What he really means is that men are no longer the answer to the problems of our society. They are the problem. And we really would all be better off if men would just shut their mouths and, and, and just let women run everything. Uh, it would be a more kinder, gentler. Now, these people that say that we wouldn't have fights and wars and all this if women were in charge have never really been around women. Uh, I mean, because... Uh, I don't know Ooh. if you've ever been around women. They're very catty, and they fight, and they don't like each other, and they mm. un they undermine each other. They want to destroy each other, and they seem to get really mad at each other all the time. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't know, and I'm going to tell you this. I've seen many times, look, you go out to people that, like, have done something poorly. Every, every person who's ever done a job at our house or whatever and did it poorly, every single one of them are hoping that I'm home and my wife's not. Every one of them, mm. oh, I hope we face him. You yeah. know, because they're terrified. Look at Gary at the farm. Yeah, Gary's terrified of a little bitty woman. He's terrified of her. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you, after I, she talked to me about me messing that tree up, I had to get me some new dream, new jeans. <laughs> she didn't need to butt in out of these. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I just don't think, I, I, most of the time, I think people find females to be scarier than men. 
In a lot of ways, yes. If they're upset, you don't want anything to do with it. Uh, yeah. There's nothing in the Bible about us about hell, hell had no fury. Right, <laughs> That's right. A good point. Really. There's nothing in there about us that you'd rather live in an attic than to be with one of us that, that, that that's angry or upset. Her nickname wasn't or Bloody angry. Mary because no. she was friendly to everybody. <laughs> Look at those queens. They got quite the little resume. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, they'd lop a head off in a minute. Why did we cut his head off? I don't know. I just didn't like them. Mm. You know? And just did, uh, you, did you see those shoes, please? Something that the, the people, the anti-toxic masculinity, all those people, that something they're forgetting, it's something you guys have talked about a ton of times here on the show, is the whole, the whole cycle of hard times creating strong men, yeah. and then strong men creating good times, and then good times creating weak men, Correct. and weak men creating hard times. No doubt. Yep. It's, a, it's been going on since the fall. Exactly. And, uh, and so it's... Um, the cycle is right. real. Yeah, yeah it is. It's and I'm afraid we're in the good times creating weak men time. No question. Yep. I'm afraid well, so. Yeah, and we're not we're not teaching males to have to persevere through anything and then we wonder why they quit on their families and and uh, they they're not good providers and they can't handle anything, you know, they're little controversy at work. Yeah. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba. The weekend is here. Now, Monday, a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show. We'll get you up to date with everything that happened over the weekend. Gary Palmer scheduled to be with us as we catch up on things on Capitol Hill. All Monday on a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.